We gotta shoot it apart. Hey guys, it's me. It's Tony Mitchell from Mitchell's Kiss of the Gypsy. You're listening to the one and only N.I. Rock Show. How f***ing cool's that? Your rock starts right here.
Welcome to Friday Night Rock Show and Rock Radio and I. It was ACDC, of course, with a lot of rosé to mark the anniversary earlier this week, the death of Bon Scott. Later in the show of an interview, singer Robert Hart. But first of all, a new single from Blanzel Parr, featuring our singer Hazel Jade. It's called Never Be There Again. And after that, it's a little single from Shinedown called Black Soul.
probably the best show in the world. Black Smoke Trigger, their little single called Proof of Life. It was Doug Aldridge's birthday this week, with six tracks on the show this week that he plays on. Starting with Lion, a track called Fatal Attraction, then Bad Moon Rising with Dark Side of Babylon.
Hey, this is Doug Aldrich, and you're listening to the N.I. Rock Show on Rock Radio N.I.
was Burning Green with Stone Cold and Crazy. Up next to your single from Darren Byrne called Like Animals. Now we've got a local band, Black Dog Moon, their new single called The Free Wind. Stand before 
Hi, this is Arianthi, and you're listening to NI Rock Show. New single from Marianthe called First Time Blues, also features Joe Bonamassa. Next with the interview with Robert Hart, whose new album Circus Life was released at the end of January. 
We'll start with a track from it called Overdrive.
thanks for taking some time to chat to Rock Radio and I. Your new solo album, Circus Life, was released through Escape Music on the 26th of January. Yep. We've just played the opening track, Overdrive. What can you tell us about that track, and how do you and do you feel it provides a good insight into the album as a whole? Yeah, well, it's um, when Khalil Turk from Escape Music wanted to make another record, we wanted yep. to sort of sort of take it back to like um, very basic rock and roll, like Bad Company, really. Yeah. And um, Overdrive is is one of those tracks when it's uh, it's just a pounding straightforward simple sort of rock track really and i think the whole album we i really enjoyed doing it um because of the fact that it was you know just just a great rock and roll record it's a good album thank you isn't a track called circus life so what was the inspiration for the album title and also the the, the great album cover do you, do you know what? i'm really pleased with it i have to be honest i didn't have a, a, a say in it uh, khalil called up and said i've got this great idea circus life because um, my life's been a bit of a circus, you know, so, <laughs> um, so, uh, and they did great on the artwork, didn't they? It does fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's a real sort of outstanding cover. So, yes, it was, it was again, Khalil Turk's idea. Okay. Um, the album was produced by Steve Overland and Steve Morris, both of whom yep. on the album as well. Um, yes. Both of them obviously have long-standing links with Escape Music, and you've worked with Steve Overland on the yes. album Pure. Yes. Um, yeah, have you worked with Steve Morris before? No, but what a fantastic guitarist! Yeah, I mean he really can play. Um, I was I was actually blown away when I heard the final mixes of the record. I thought, wow, what a great musician he is! And I I only ever met him uh, probably four hours. Yeah, because it was just me and Steve in the studio, and uh, Steve's it's great to work with another singer. Yeah. Uh, to, to produce vocals, and um, I really, really, really enjoyed working with Steve. And we've known each other, I don't know, 35 years or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was lovely. Uh, in addition to Steve Morrison guitar, the album features Robert Saul and Keith Aitak on guitars, Steve Mann on keyboards, Chris Childs on bass, and Harry James on drums. So it's a very impressive yeah. lineup. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's really... Um, I've known Harry and Chris for a long time, and yeah. uh, Chris was in my very, very first band, Robert Hart and the Machine. Um, then he went on to join Thunder, and yeah. uh, I love Thunder. It's a shame that Danny's not been well, but yes, um, no. Huge yeah, my, yeah, myself, Danny, and Luke, we did the Rock Mix Classic tour with Alice yes. Cooper in, um, yes. in Germany, which was it was great to get up, you know, to spend some real quality time with them and see how they tick, and Danny's one of the great singers, I think. Yeah, he's fantastic. Um, was that, it was a different lineup when you worked with Impure, was that down to Khalil again, or how did that come about, working with those this time? Yeah, Khalil with Steve, I mean, Steve's worked for Khalil, he's made so many albums. Yeah, really. Um And he's a lovely, have you met Steve? I have. He, yeah, he's a lovely chap, and he, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's perfect for me, because he's easy going, and uh, he, he gets the job done, and uh, he's got a very clever way of doing it. You don't know you're finished, basically. You just go in, and we're chatting, we're singing, and before you know it, it's done. So uh, I think the whole album took about four days to sing. Oh, very good. Yeah. In, in terms of songwriting, when did you actually start writing for it, and who was involved? Well, it, was just, it was the two Steves, because I was um, 
touring with Matt the Man's Earth Band yeah. uh, extensively last year and this year. Yes. Um, so basically, they came to me and said, I could, you know, I can tweak a few ideas. I tweaked a few musical ideas, but but the songwriting is is, is the two Steves. Okay. Okay. And listen to it. Circus Life look heavier feel probably than the previous album. Sure. How would you compare yeah. the two albums? Well. They're both different, I'd say. Yeah. Um, Tommy Denanda, the great guitar player from Sweden, yeah. co-produced um, the last one. And uh, I, I particularly like that record because, it, to me, it was like um, when I used to work with Bernard Edwards, when they just did the Riptide album with Robert Palmer. It reminded me of that sort of Robert Palmer era. Yeah. And uh, so I love Pure, but then again, you know, Circus Life, is, it is what it is. It's, it's a rock album, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it was great just to let loose and sing some, some rock. We'll play another track from Circus Life now. Do I pick a track and we tell us something about it? Oh, just, just do to time of your life. Oh, no. 
earlier that Harry James was playing drums on the new album. Harry, we, we talked about earlier, was also playing with you when I saw you in Belfast back in 2008. That's right. Bad Company. That was a great evening. Wow. I remember because we stayed in a hotel directly opposite. Yes. And we, right. we were stood in the bedroom window watching the people come in. It was, it was, uh, we had a great night, as I remember. No, it was fantastic. That's a lot of... It was 2008. It didn't seem that long ago, but it was 2008 when I actually looked it up. Can you believe that, man? It's that long ago. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I was only 14 at the time, Nigel. Time does fly, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I know. You, you have a very busy, busy schedule, as you said earlier. Are there any plans for any um, solo t- shows on the back? Well, I'm hoping. I'm... This year, it's been absolutely manic. I'm I'm on tour again now with Matt Romans. Yeah. And we, we've got gigs all the way through the year in uh, Germany and Denmark, yes. Sweden, Switzerland and stuff. And then in April, I'm doing Rock Meets Classic with Midjour and Ross Ballard and, yep. and, a, and a couple of guys from Supertramp. That's, and then I'm doing a rock cruise with Foreigner in March with um, our bad company Legacy yep. with Bucket. Um so hopefully around September time, we're going to try and do a few a few gigs, yeah, which I'd love to do, Nigel. Hopefully, hopefully we'll bring you back to Belfast. Hopefully, hey, I, do you know what? I'd love to come back to Belfast. What a br- what a brilliant city, huh? It is. It is very lively, um, and they love people, music. I know many people will know you, of course, as the front man for Bad Company from '94 to '98, along yep. with Simon Kirk and McRalph. Uh-huh. What was it like stepping into the role previously held by Brian Howe, who sadly passed away a couple of years ago, and of course Paul Rogers? Was it like well, shoes? Yeah, it's. Um, it wasn't so much Brian Howe's shoes I was yeah. honoured about stepping into, but it was Paul Rogers because yeah. as a young. By the way, I, I don't mean that bad. I'm Brian. Brian yeah, so is an amazing singer, uh, but I don't think he was a. But he had his own distinctive sound for Bad Company at that yeah. time. But as a young lad. I remember buying the Bad Co first album and just staring at the cover, yeah. and just and listening to Paul's voice, who I still think is one of the greatest singers ever that we've produced. Anyway, you know, um, and so I was greatly honoured. And he did say to me one time, "If anybody was going to take my place, it should be you." So that was a very nice That's thing. Very nice, yeah. yeah, so that was nice. Then he proceeded to punch me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you released two albums with Bad Company, Company of Strangers, in '95, and yep. Stories Told and Told in '96. Uh, uh-huh. That was actually the last Bad Company studio album. It seems strange, yeah. but uh, it really was, wasn't it? Yeah. Was, what, what are your main memories of, of working on those two albums? Both well, albums. I love I love the first album, Company of Strangers, because I I sort of more or less wrote a lot of it with with Mick and, and Bucket. And Simon, uh, and we recorded it at Richard Branson's studio, The Manor, and we lived in it for about, I don't know, five months. Um, and that was a great experience. But also, the second album, Stories Told and Untold, we went to Nashville, and we yeah. used some of the great Nashville, you know, we had Vince uh, Gill, we had uh, Timothy Schmidt, Ken Carnes, Alison Krauss. They all wanted to come and guest on our album. Yeah. So uh, it, was, it really was a wonderful time. Did Richie Sambora play on that album too somewhere? Yeah, yeah, he came in because we'd just done a tour with Bon Jovi and uh, I think we all, we asked him one night, would, would you like to come over to Nashville and play? And he, yeah, and he turned up the next day. He turned up with his guitar and, and that was it. He, he, he stayed out a bit of fun and uh, it's a thoroughly nice chat. 
Uh, I'm going to play a, couple, a track from each of those albums later on the show. Would you have, any, would you have a favourite track to play, or will I just pick um, up? Would, on, well, on, uh, on Company of Strangers, the actual track Company of Strangers, I yes. love. Yeah. And I love Judas, my brother. Um, yeah. on, the, on the second album, I was very... We did a Vince Gill song called I Still Believe in You, and we did Oh Atlanta. We reworked that yeah. with Alison Krauss on, and it, uh, it, that's a blinding track. So... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, they're my favourites. Okay, I'll include some of those. Getting back to your studio album, it's being released in a limited edition green vinyl version. Pure, like, yes. What are your thoughts yes. on the whole vinyl revival? Do you know what? I love it. It's yeah, me very too. nice yeah. to look at. And uh, it's like having one of the old albums in your hand. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, uh, and you can actually read, being a bit old, yeah. I can actually read the sleeve notes. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's great. We talked about the artwork earlier, but the artwork on the on the Salvage album obviously is a lot better too as in the CD version. So, yes, yes.
after leaving Bad Company, you joined the Jones Gang in 2001, and you perform live with that stuff. Um, the band only released one album during that time, strangely enough, any day now, back in 2005. Is there any particular reason why there's only the one album? Well, it's very strange. It did. We, for one, we were astounded that anybody would sign us because, you know, getting on a bit, Kenny and myself and every Rick Wills, um, we were so pleased, and we had a number one single for yes. 12 weeks, Angel. Yep. Um, but then the guy that was running the whole caboodle, a guy called Peter Keys, he uh, he was a sort of <laughs> he wasn't very honourable, so. Um, we sort of didn't make a second album, really, due to, due to a lot of the things that he'd done. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you know what? I still play with Kenny maybe three or four times a year. Yeah. And um, he's one of life's lovely people. Yeah. And uh, that was a wonderful time, the Jones Gang. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good album. The single Angel there, which you co actually with Russ Ballard, who you mentioned earlier. Yes. The yes. Theater. Um, yeah. That track would have been huge if it had been released probably 20 years. It was obviously depressing, I don't know, but I think it would have been even huger if it had been back in the mid-80s. Yeah, it, you know, that was one of those songs. It was just, it was radio-friendly, yeah. um, and it just had every little component. And working with Russ Ballard, he, uh, he's, he sort of borders on the on the genius, you yeah. know. He's uh, and, uh, and the loveliest man in the world. So I'm looking forward to doing the Rock Meets Classic with him. Yeah. Your last one was a drop to the first one you wrote. You went through. That was it. Was it was twenty twenty? It was hit back about three or four shows by Cooper. That's right. Yeah. We did five concerts with yeah. Alice Cooper, and and then COVID hit, and we just, I just made it back to England. Yeah. Before otherwise, I'd have been locked in Germany. Yeah. And let me tell you, Nigel, nobody wants that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nobody wants that. Come on. Just, come. Uh, you mentioned Mother Bands Earth Band earlier. You've been playing with them for over 10 years now, and Bands are about 2,000th live concert recently. Um, yes. You've got, we mentioned earlier, there's quite an extensive European tour schedule. For yes. Um, that yep. presumably takes up most of your time, that band. Yeah, do you know what? I love it. I, I love Manfred. Manfred's, Manfred's one of life's, I guess, like eccentric but lovely people. Yeah. Um, and I love being with the Earth Band. It's, it's you know we we have a massive following in in Germany and and Europe, um, but over in England or where, you know the UK, we we can't sell a ticket. Basically. Yeah, I noticed that on the website. There's no UK shows. That there's loads no. and loads of shows right across Europe. No. Not one UK yep. show. No, no, we we uh, yeah we don't sort of draw many people over over here. You know, so um, but you know what? We're happy with our lot, and yeah. um, like I say, we we do we do incredibly well. In Europe, yeah, it's another band that hasn't released a, a studio album in a long time. Do you think that? Will there? Do you know what Manfred's working on something now? But he's so brilliant at Manfred. He, he's the best at arranging things like "Blinded by the Light." Obviously, was a Bruce Springsteen song, and it's nothing like the song Bruce Springsteen wrote. I mean, I've been with the band since 2011 now, and it's. It, it, I love Manfred. He's, he's one of life's honourable people, and he's a great musician. And the vibe of the band is great. It's it's, it's very um, it's very easy going. So uh, yeah, we, we we do really well. There might be an album, but I know you did a solo album with you before. There may, yeah, he's working on something now. I know Manfred lives in Sweden, so I know he's busy yeah. in his home studio doing something. And then he he comes to London. And I've been doing um, sessions for him, uh, vocal sessions. So you never know. Maybe at the end of this year, you may see something. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, yeah, it'd be great. 
getting back to your solo stuff again, there was about four years between the release of Pure and your new album, Circus Life. Are yes. Are we to have to wait along, as long again for another thing, or what? Uh, uh, any discussion about another album? Yes. Do you know what I'd like to do? Like, I would love to make a an acoustic album, yes. acoustic-based album, songwriting album, because when I did the Bad Company album uh, in Nashville, yes. I actually stayed on. For, and I lived in Nashville for five years, just simply writing songs and learning yeah. the craft of um, songwriting. So, I mean, I say acoustic, I don't mean just me and a guitar, but acoustic-based instruments, um, mainly concentrating on, on songs, really. Yeah. So, maybe we'll do that later on, or maybe early part of next year. Well, so, I, that's something I'm excited about. Okay, we'll look forward to that. So we'll, we'll finish up with playing another track from Circus Life, and again, do you want to play? Do you know what? Let's go with Stoneheart. Okay, we'll do that one. Again, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us. Much appreciated. Uh, listen, Nigel, thank you so much. Give my regards to Belfast, and I, I will. look forward to seeing you one of these days. Yes, hope so. Yeah.
She was alone in the room And somehow I knew that in time I would fall For that look on her face What I do to embrace you tonight I'd watch the dark turn into light I can't believe I was really lying next to you
of my time But still I put you at the end of the line How it breaks my heart to cause you this pain See the tears you cry falling like rain Give me the chance to pray
After the Robert Hart interview, the track Stone Heart, you heard Angel by the Jones Gang, and two more Bad Company tracks that we've mentioned, Judas My Brother, and I Still Believe in You. More tracks now featuring Doug Aldridge, we've got Whitesnake with Best Years, and then Revolution Saints with The Storm Inside.
Hey guys, this is Doug Aldridge from the Dead Daisies, and you're listening to the NI Rock Show. It's the best. Daisies with Dead and Gone. It was announced this week that Mr. Big will be playing Belfast in Dublin in July as part of their final tour. We'll play a track from leading to it called Daddy Brother, Lover Little Boy, the Electric Drill Song.
is Eric Martin, the lead singer of the band Mr. Big. Yep, the guy that stands right between Billy Sheen and Paul Gilbert. Yes, the shortest guy in rock and roll on NI Rocks, Belfast.
Tiger Japan Tang with Gangland from the upcoming live album. Thanks for checking out the Fred N.A. Rock Show in Rockwood and I. As it was the anniversary of the death of Bon Scott this week, we'll finish the Million Dollar Radio tune dedicated to him. This is The Last Icon. <laughs> If you've been anywhere near a television set or a radio, too fast to you already know that John Lennon of the Beatles, Elvis Presley, died here about 3.30 this afternoon. He had been found in his bathroom, unconscious, not breathing.
Run!